Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. The mystery Superman is trying to solve, the mystery concerning the strange disappearance of a freight car carrying five million dollars in gold, is rapidly drawing to a close. As our last episode ended... We heard how Mr. Van Doren, president of the Metropolis National Bank, planned to move another $2 million in gold from a distant city to cover part of the $5 million that had vanished. We also heard how the boss, mastermind behind the vanishing of the freight car, schemed to blow up Rainbow Bridge, over which the train must pass, and make off with the gold shipment once again. Our scene is now the city room at the Daily Planet. Clark Kent is talking with Jimmy Olsen. Listen. It doesn't seem possible, Mr. Kent. The freight car carrying $5 million was attached to the train when the train reached Baldwin. That's right, Jimmy. Yet when the train arrived at Metropolis, the freight car was missing. And the train didn't stop between Baldwin and Metropolis. Right. I don't see how it could have been done. You'd have to be Superman to figure that one out. Yes, I dare say you would. Well, it sure is the case. What with Miss Lane being stopped over the head and everything. Oh, I went to see her in the hospital today. She's feeling okay again. Yes, I know. I went up to see her myself. Now, there's something funny uh, about Mr. Fortune, I mean... The only way he can get Will out of his office is by going through Mr. Van Doren. Mr. Van Doren sees him come in, but doesn't see him go out. That's right. And yet when we went into Fortune's office, he was gone. Completely vanished. Just like the freight car. And a few minutes later, in comes this Miss Bailey and faints. She tells you Fortune's outside. When they go outside, there he is dead. How did he get there? Oh, I'll get it. Hello? Oh, yes, Mr. White is right here. Where? Oh, okay, so I'll tell him. Hey, Mr. Kent, it's Mr. White. Yeah. He's calling from the hospital where Miss Lane is. Okay, give me the phone, Jimmy. Hello, Chief. Yes. Uh, how is she? Oh, fine. What's that? Another shipment of $2 million? From where? Hawthorne. I see. Well, catch a plane? Yes. Sure, Okay. All right, but I, I don't think anything will happen this time. No, that's true. You can't be sure. Okay, I'll get a plane this afternoon and ride the train back to Metropolis. A plane trip? Gee, could I go, Mr. Kent? No. Try and get me to go, too. Huh? Sure, Chief, but... Oh, please, Mr. Kent, try to wind it with her. Wait a minute. Yes, Chief. Oh? Yes, okay. Oh, Chief, you can't ask him, huh? Tell him what you, you need me along or something. Okay, Chief, I'll do that. Oh, oh uh, by the way, what are the chances of taking Jimmy Olsen with me? Well, I could use somebody to help out with things. I can't do everything, you know. Different when Lois is along, but... What's he saying, Mr. Kent? You want... I see. Okay, Chief. Well, goodbye. What's he say, huh? Can I go, Mr. Kent? Can I? 
Jimmy, I'm afraid it's just impossible uh... to leave you behind. You mean I can go on a plane and everything? That's right. Yippee! <laughs> hey, can't train yeah. that kid, will you? How can a guy work? <laughs> Take it easy, Jimmy. Huh? There's lots to do. We'll have to catch the 3.30 plane for Hawthorne. Oh, oh jeepers, I almost forgot. Why are we going? What <laughs> a fine newspaper man you're going to be. Well, here's the story. Van Doren of the Metropolis National Bank is having another shipment of gold sent through from Hawthorne. Yeah? Two million dollars worth. We've got to go to Hawthorne by plane and then come back by train, just to be on the train in case anything breaks. Boy, oh boy, is this going to be exciting. Well, I wouldn't get too excited about it. I don't think anything will happen this time. Why not? Well, for one thing, I don't believe the boss would try the same scheme twice. For another, I doubt whether he'll have the opportunity with the police hot on his trail. Yeah, but gee, uh, riding an airplane... Well, you won't even get that if you don't scoot home and get some things packed. I'll meet you at the airport at 325. I'll call up now and reserve seats on the plane. Tickets will be waiting for us in the office when we get there. Boy, I'm on my way. See the airport... Kind of knocks my plans into a cockhead. I wanted to have another look at those tracks between Bolton and Metropolis. I've got a theory as to how that freight car vanished. Now I've got to go to Hawthorne. I wonder... Why, sure. I could send Jimmy on by plane and then meet him at the train later. I'll do that. I can leave a message for him at the airport ticket office. Passengers for 330 plane, assemble at 860. Passengers for 330 plane, assemble at 860. You Jimmy Olsen? Huh? Oh, yes, sir. I have a message for you from the Mr. Kent. She is the trip called off? Now, I have your ticket right here. Oh. Mr. Kent said to tell you he wouldn't be able to take this plane, but for you to go on. He said he'd manage to meet you on a train in Hawthorne. Okay. See, for a moment, I thought the trip was off. Here's your ticket, and I think you'd better get on the plane now. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Oh, Stewardess, keep an eye on that boy. He's traveling alone. Inspecting these tracks is a lot easier as Superman than it would be as Clark Kent. I hope Jimmy got my message all right. I couldn't go to Hawthorne without finding out whether my theory about that vanished freight car is right or not. There we are. Now, let's see. Tracks run along the base of this mountain. Why wouldn't it be possible for... Wait. There's a movement in the brush near that track. Better hide. I was right. That brush heap is being moved aside. There's a man emerging from it. I knew it. That brush hides a hole dug into the side of the mountain. An entranceway. If they could dig a hole large enough to admit a man, they could dig one large enough to admit a freight car. I'll question that man. You! Uh, you there! Stand where you are! What's it? Hey. Who are you, buddy? What are you doing here? What's with those trick clothes? I'll do the questioning. Where does that tunnel lead to? Hey, bud, I think maybe you'd better come with me. What do you mean? Get this straight, fella. Whatever happens, I can't let you go back to town and start blabbing about that tunnel, so you'd better come with me. I wouldn't. Don't argue, buddy. You got a gun. You better come quiet. All right. I'll come with you. That's the way to talk. Step into the tunnel. Very well. Where does this tunnel lead to? You'll find out. Keep moving. Wow, this is the strangest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Take a good look. You ain't going to see it again. You don't mean you're Just going to... Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Okay, here we are. I just wait till I open this door. Hey, you guys. Hey, look what I brought you. Shut up, guys. Shut up. This is serious. Where'd you get this guy, Muggsy? I found him walking along the tracks outside the mountain. Yeah? What were you doing this far out of town on the railroad tracks? 
Come on, pal. Talk. Is that a, a freight car? Yeah, that's a freight car, all right. What are you doing outside? I'm more interested in knowing what you men are doing inside this mountain. That's a shortwave radio apparatus over that corner, isn't it? I'll ask a question, pal. You answer them. This is so, so amazing. Yeah? Why, it's like a huge cave in here. A huge cave inside a mountain. Yeah. Anyone riding in a train on the tracks outside would never suspect it. And what's that freight car doing in here? It doesn't look like an ordinary freight car. And that shortwave sending and receiving apparatus. I don't understand it. And we ain't explaining it to you. Okay, buddy. I don't know what you were doing outside or how you got there. All I know is you got to get rid of it. Mucky. Yeah, what's he going to do? Just stand where you are and keep looking at me. What? Now, listen. Hey, Mucky, what did you do? Did you see? Did you see? Did you see? Did I come up here and I hit him over I see all you men are starting to produce guns. Let me advise you, they'll do you no good. I was here about that. Let him have a those As Superman prepares to find the answer to the riddle of the vanishing freight car, Jimmy Olsen in Hawthorne boards the train which is to carry the $2 million gold shipment to Metropolis. Neither Superman nor Jimmy know that the boss plans to blow up Rainbow Bridge while the train is passing over it. Listen. Hey, Kent. What you doing standing here beside this caboose? Oh, I'm looking for Mr. Kent. Clark Kent. Oh, Clark Kent of the Metropolis Daily Planet? That's right. Uh-huh. I'm supposed to meet me on the train here. I arrived a little while ago by plane. Well, then you must be Jimmy Olsen. That's right. <laughs> Editor White of the Daily Planet wired the dispatcher that you two would be along. And we were to let you ride in the caboose or the engine cab if you wanted to. Uh, your friend Ken ain't arrived yet. Oh, then I'll wait. <laughs> no, you won't. This train is starting right now. But it wasn't supposed to start till 6 o'clock. It's only 5 o'clock now. Yeah, yeah I know. We changed the schedule several days ago. Uh, we're pulling out from Metropolis in two minutes flat, yet. Yeah, I guess Mr. Kent won't make it now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There won't be any story anyway. Nothing's going to happen to this train. You can ride back to Metropolis, though. Now, kid, where you want to ride? Caboose or engine cab? Oh, gee, the engine cab. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, come on. Ain't a boy in the country wouldn't give his ride on to ride in the cab for an engine. Oh, say that, Jolly. Yeah, what is it? I got a boy here who's going to ride in the Metropolis with you. Uh, he's a newspaper man. Well, is he now? <laughs> yeah. Well, well. See, uh, holy gee, hear that? <laughs> We're going to have a celebrity riding with us. Yeah, is that so? The uh, dispatcher says it's okay, fellas. All right with you, lad. Up you go. Oh, right. There we go. There he is. Yeah, well, me bucko, you're just in time. Because we're just starting right this minute. Do I more steam? Ah, uh, we've got enough. Well, tell me, you comfortable, lad? Oh, I'll be all right. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Good. And here we go for Metropolis. <laughs> Unknown to Superman, the train carrying the cargo of gold and Jimmy Olsen starts on its trip an hour earlier. We know, though Superman does not, that the Rainbow Bridge will be blown up as the train passes over it. What will happen? Be sure to hear the conclusion of this exciting story with Superman! And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! 
Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs> 